all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another edition of the Who Dat Discussion. As always, my name is Andrew, and we are coming at you from the Vivid Seats studio. Use promo code OVERTIME in the Vivid Seats mobile app to save up to $100 on all ticket purchases. And the Saints blew out the Colts in this game on Monday night. Drew Brees breaking Peyton Manning's record and now has 441 career TDs. He also had the best completion percentage ever in a single game. Michael Thomas breaks the Saints' single-season record. Saints also claimed Giants cornerback Janoris Jenkins off waivers, and now he'll be a Saint, hoping the Saints' depth will get into that. A lot more this recap of Saints-Colts. And then also we have some updates with you with the playoff picture, and then also some future news for the podcast. But we're going to start off with our notes, Saints and Colts coming into this one. So the Saints... They obviously played a great game. You know, you got to give them a ton of credit. You got to give Sean Payton a ton of credit. Obviously, this was a big game because you had a lot of festivities going on. The 2009 team was back for their 10-year anniversary. Drew Brees broke his record in front of them. So that was really cool to see. And then also, I mean, all that stuff combined is a great and, you know, Brees broke the record. But also, this defense stepped up too. And you got to give this team a ton of credit after a really tough loss against the 49ers coming up and playing really good. They played a really hard-fought game against the 49ers, excuse me there. And look, the 49ers, they lost their next game to the Falcons at home. The Saints, obviously, they're at home too. Monday Night Football, the Saints obviously use um, that really positive emotion from the 2019 coming back. Drew Brees record-breaking and all this great stuff, and they defeat the Colts in a big way. They have their most complete game of the season that we've all been waiting for, and they overall just had a really good game, so you have to give them a ton of credit. It was just overall, this is what you want to see out of the Saints team, and look, if they're playing like this, if this especially if this offense is playing like this, it's going to be tough to stop. It will be really tough to stop. It's not like the Colts are the best team ever, but I think, again, it was a good game to get the Saints right back on track, and they did a really good game job in this one as i said drew Brees broke peyton manning's record for the most career touchdown passes and now we also got to start looking now where does Brees rank is he better than peyton manning and my thing was is right now he's kind of tied and if he wins the second ring he's better the only thing Brees doesn't have that manning does have is the mvps really in my mind i mean Brees also beat him in the super bowl so it's gonna be really tough going back to forth i put Brees over manning and i put Brees as the third best ever and um that's kind of just what I'm thinking. Obviously, Breeze above him. He's won the rings. He's won the MVPs. And he's right there with a lot of... Uh, obviously, Breeze has to step up, but he's right there. Like Brady's like number two. So, like, he's enough on the stats where he could be the best. And then the second, I'm going to go the best of, like, a former era with Joe Montana. And then Breeze is right after him. And, that, and that's just kind of just what I feel at this point. And I know Breeze doesn't get the national attention. And I know he's small. And they say his arm strength's not good. But he has done amazing things not just for the city of new orleans not just for the saints of the whole nfl i mean those saints teams in you know 2009 2010 2011 2013 and then obviously these last few years i mean the offense that they've played is just i mean it's transcendent records have been broken down the line so to me his impact on the nfl is just as big as anyone else's especially when you're looking at peyton i mean brady i think i mean look the, the rings the dynasty is probably just a step above everybody, unless Breeze goes out, basically plays after Brady at a high level, and then also wins a few more rings. I think he'd need two or three. But honestly, I think if Breeze 
Look, if this Saints team, the Saints probably only have, what, one, two more years to win this championship here, and you're hoping that this year they can just push through. And if the Saints, I'll talk, get into it a little later, and I know a lot of people have been talking about this. This offense is playing this good. Good luck, NFL, because last year they weren't, obviously, they didn't hit their stride. They already hit their stride. And then they obviously faltered in the playoffs. Same with the 2017 team. So maybe this is the year where they just put it all together and it's this mass crescendo going into the playoffs. And that would obviously be really good, especially if the Saints get that bye, which would just be huge. You're rested, you're playing well, and this is just like going into the Dome on a divisional round playoff game. That's really where you want to be. But, I mean, overall... Drew Brees, what he's been able to do here is just, it's transcending. It's, you never see it again. So obviously you have to respect the greatness. Now look, Brady and him will probably go back and forth for a little bit with this touchdown record. But I think Brees is going to end up just playing longer and just end up beating that record. But overall, I mean, you got to give Drew Brees just a ton of credit. He played one of his best games too, of the best game of the year for sure. But I mean, last week's game was really good too. These last two weeks have just a really, really good two game stretch. One of the best games of his career. I mean, best completion percentage ever. So, I mean, he just had a wonderful game and Obviously, he he definitely, um, you know, relied on Mike Thomas, who also had a really good game. He's just been showing out game after game for the Saints team. And, I mean, his what he's been able to do for the Saints is just another just really just, it's huge. It's huge. And especially the Saints, they obviously don't have the most weapons ever in the, in the NFL. But it seems like they just have enough to just really have a high-powered offense, especially if Michael Thomas is playing at this level. Jared Cook is coming into his own, and if Jared Cook comes into his own here, and the Saints get that wide receiver too, it's over. It's just over. Who is going to really stop this team? Because now you have Kamara, hopefully he gets going. If Kamara gets going, Jared Cook gets going. You have Taysom Hill playing at the same level. Traquan Smith catching a touchdown. Should have caught the record breaker, but they called another ticky-tack penalty there. But... Really good job by this whole offense. They played an outstanding game. The offensive line, now hopefully Wofford injury injury wasn't really serious, but it looks pretty serious, even if. I mean, Pete's going to be coming back soon, so that means, you know, you can move Nick Easton over to the right side, and it won't be that big of a loss, but still, I mean, that would be a little tough, especially Wofford's played very good this year, but the Saints have the depth on the lines, and that's obviously really big going into the playoffs. You know, you win these playoff games if you have depth at your D and offensive line. So if you could still win at the attack with injuries, because everybody has injuries, especially up front. So, again, you really just, that that's where you're going to win. The Saints have that depth, so I'm not as worried as um, maybe other teams are with losing their alignment on both sides of the ball, really. So, again, I thought that was really good. The Saints defense played outstanding, and they, the Saints were score, uh, unanswered 34 points to the Colts to start the game and obviously went all the way into the fourth quarter. It seems almost had a shutout in this one. So the defense played much better. I really loved how Lattimore played. Had an underrated game as well as Demario Davis, who also just had a wonderful game. He was all over the field, flashing everywhere. A.J. Klein was back looking really good. And then, look, as much as this uh, pass, tra- pass rush only got one sack, they did do a really good job on third down getting to Brissett. Even if they didn't take him down, they did a really good job of just getting him, getting those QB hits, getting those pressures, and it got him into some bad throws and missed throws. And I thought the pressure was there. I know it didn't show up on the stat sheet, but I thought it was there. The Saints defense was able to stop the run, only 2.7 yards a carry, and their leading rusher only had 19 yards. This is this is what you want to see from this Saints team, and you want to see it really just hit their stride at the right point, and they've been doing that. So you got to give them a ton of credit there. And again, if the Saints team, especially this offense and defense, they play a game like this, let's say, again, they go next week, go into uh, Tennessee and just crush the Titans. 
that's a really good just like barrier where the Saints are, good marker where the Saints are going into the playoffs. Now you're hoping you can obviously win Week 17 as well, but I think this is a really good tune-up game against a team you haven't seen because you obviously won't see uh, the, the team you play in the playoffs. You probably won't see, especially if it's the first round because the Saints haven't played the Vikings this year. So you're not going to be, if it's in the first round, you're not going to see the team already. So the Saints obviously haven't seen the Titans and they wouldn't see the Vikings. So that's kind of a good marker there. And if they get to the division round, then you're probably either looking at the Seahawks or you're looking at the Packers, which Saints haven't seen the Packers, have seen Seahawks. Um, if the Seahawks get the division and then let's say if the, the six seed would knock off the three seed. So you're, it's like kind of just a few teams, obviously, you know, here or there, you're looking which way is it going to go. So again, it's, I think that would be a really good marker to see where the Saints are in the playoffs next week. It's on the road. I think it's just a really, you know, the Titans have been playing good football. I know they lost last week, but they've been playing good football. So I think that would be a really good kind of marker to where the Saints are. And then on week 17, you play a division game. You got to gut that out and win. So I think that's kind of just where the Saints are looking here. The Saints won the yards battle, won the first down, won the time of possession. That was obviously really good. Chauncey Garner-Johnson stepped up with two tackles for a loss. I thought he played really good in the absence of Von Bell. Hopefully Bell's good to go in the, ne in the next coming weeks and for the playoffs. But I thought he did a really good job. He did leave with a concussion late in the game. We'll see if he passes the protocol for next week. Um, Alvin Kamara, he still doesn't look the same, but he did have 4.7 yards of carry. That is definitely better than where he was. The Saints defense only gave up uh, 205 yards in this game and only in 88 in the first half. So really good job um, by the Saints and what they were able to do. I think this was just obviously just an amazing game. Obviously, you're going to hear Drew Brees, and Drew Brees was, was obviously the big reason in this game. But this defense also stepped up, and they, they, they played a really good complimentary game. And I think overall, they did do a really good job. So now let's get into our intriguing matchups. As always, we picked out our three biggest matchups for this game, and, and the Saints won all three, so really good job for the Saints. First, we're going to go with Marshawn Lattimore versus T.Y. Hilton. I mean, Hilton was kind of, wasn't 100% for sure, and he didn't really play at a high level, in my opinion. I think the speed was off for him. Lattimore still shut him down and did a really good job. He played one of his better games of the season, definitely back to where he was before um, he had the injury and everything. So I think he's playing really good football. That's kind of what you want to see. If he hit his stride again, that's really good. I mean, and then he went up against Zach Paschal, who's really the main guy that was in there, and Paschal only had four catches, 44 yards, and a lot of that wasn't even against Lattimore. They didn't even try to go to Lattimore most of the times. Most of the time, they went to Eli Apple, and sometimes they were successful, sometimes they weren't. So I think it's going to be interesting to see... Um, what the Saints do with Janoris Jenkins, as we'll get into that a little um, later, because, I mean, when looking at this, are you going to put Jenkins out there with Apple, or are you going to move Jenkins to the slot, leave Apple out there, or maybe you do a little of both? I mean, it's going to be interesting, and um, obviously you're going to play Janoris Jenkins, who's a playmaker, and he's going to make plays. You want to give him safety up over the top, but again, he is just, you know, he's a player that can come in here and do a really good job. I mean, I think the Saints do need the secondary help, and it doesn't hurt, so that's a really good move by the Saints, in my opinion, but Again, it shows to where the Saints' trust level was with Apple, and it's not very high. But Lattimore, he played a really good game, and I like what he was able to do. Second matchup is going to be the Saints' D-line versus that great Colt offensive line. And I think the Saints did a really good job, especially defending the run. You had only 2.7 yards of carry. They had 17 rush attempts. They tried to keep with the run, especially when they got behind, and they just couldn't run the football today. And that's really good for this Saints defense, who was able to really stop the run. You got to give credit to Malcolm Butler, David Onyemata. All those boys did a really good job up front. And especially, they're going to try to run the balls really between the guards with Quentin Nelson. And, you know, they have just that really good guard tandem. They have really good left side. 
They have Glasnowski in there. Dude, they do a really good job, but they weren't able to do it today. Really good job by Cam Jordan. They were able to win the edges. Overall, just that that's what you really want to see. They completely destroyed and were physical up front and won the battle most of the time. So that was obviously all really good stuff. And the Colts, that, that was a good test. You want to talk about one really good test? If the Saints were able to control the line of scrimmage again against a really good offensive line with the Colts, top 10 offensive line in the league. So the Saints were able to do that and really get back to what they were able to do best without Sheldon Rankins and Marcus Davenport. So I thought that was really good there. And then our third matchup is going to be Alvin Kamara versus um, Darius Leonard, or really just Darius Leonard against this whole Saints skill position, especially like Cook and Kamara, all those guys that just that are not wide receivers. And I thought Kamara looked better than he did last week. So maybe he's just getting better each week. I thought he was running the ball better, but out of the backfield, he just does not look good. And Leonard was able to make tackles on him. Other linebackers were able to make tackles on him. He just can't make guys miss there. But once he gets that head of steam, especially when he's running the football, hits a hole, and then it's bam. And it's a really good run. And look, he had 4.7 yards of carry. That was good for him. So I think overall, if he can keep that up, and if he can definitely, if he if he's hovering on that five yards carry and then can catch the ball out of the backfield, more than five catches for 23 yards, that's kind of what you would like to see for him. Because right now, it's just out of the backfield, he's just a non, non-factor at this point. So, I mean, you really want to see him get better there. Running the ball, he's getting better and better, and he was the definitely better back today instead of Murray. Murray definitely had his splash plays, and he did good, but, I mean, running the ball, Kamara was better, had the better yards per carry, had a big a few pl- uh, splash plays himself, and I think up the... Um, between the guards, he was good as well. So I think Kamara really did a good job in this one. His vision was good. But um, Leonard made some tackles. He's going to make his plays. But, it, oh, look, it wasn't. It was a non-factor in this one. Because if you dominate in every other factor of the game, which the Saints really did, it's not really going to matter. So overall, good job. And, I mean, I, I thought, look, Kamara had a few really good plays. Leonard had a few really good plays. I guess he kind of split that one there. So before we get into our group-by-group previews, we are going to take a quick break and... Hear a word from our sponsors. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for the events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section or row of your choice, all in the Vivid Seats mobile app. To make things even better, Vivid Seats now has a loyalty program that allows fans to earn credit back. This is called Vivid Seats Rewards. Go to the App Store or the Google Play Store and download the Vivid Seats app today. Fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards program for free. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee from the biggest concerts, end games to the hottest theater shows and more. Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and join the Vivid Seats Rewards program today. And when it's time to buy, new users enter the promo code OVERTIME at checkout to receive a discount up to $100. It really is a great program a really great app so definitely check vivid seats out they really know what they're doing and i always go there when i'm looking for saints tickets or obviously other tickets in the new york area it's just really a good place to go today's episode of the Houdat discussion is brought to you by cbs sports hq the brand new streaming sports news network it's live 24 7 and costs you nothing that's right it's sports coverage that's always on and always free CBS Sports HQ is coverage always focused on the game with tons of highlights, breaking news as it happens, and fantasy advice. I know when I turn on CBS Sports HQ, I'll see the tips and trends I need to win my fantasy games. And don't forget, you can get access to all this great coverage 
for free. I don't mean free for a week or a month or if you have some special cable package. It's totally, completely free for everybody. You don't even need a login. Just download the CBS Sports app on your phone, Apple TV, Roku, Fire TV, or any other connected device at any time to watch CBS Sports HQ. No fake debates, just real sports for real sports fans at a great price of completely free. You don't even need to log in or sign up for anything. Download the CBS Sports app and watch CBS Sports HQ today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So welcome back into the Houdat discussion. And now we are going to get into our group by group recap here. As we always do, we'll start off with our quarterbacks, go to our skill position players, then wrap up our offense with the O-line, flip it over to the defense, do our D-line, linebackers, and secondary, and finish off with our special teams and coaching. So starting off with the QBs, Drew Brees, you got to give him an A++, as, as much of the highest grade you can give. He was basically perfect tonight, and you got to give him a ton of credit. I mean, looking at this one, he was just, he was he was remarkable. I mean, every step of the way, he was able to just do a really good job with these Saints. I mean, he was 29 of 30, which is the best of all time. No one's ever done that. 307 yards, four touchdowns, QBR of 97, quarterback, uh, passer rating, excuse me, of 148.9. He balled out, and obviously he was the reason the Saints won this one. I mean, it wasn't the only reason, but he was a big reason the Saints won this one, and you just he was able to come in here and just basically just on his day show up because he could have been like, oh, three touchdowns was a lot. I mean, three touchdowns is a decent amount to get to break a record, and he basically did that in the first half. He didn't even make it just – he made it a non-factor. And he always plays good with these records. I mean, I don't know. I guess he just feels like this is this is he's got to do it tonight on Monday Night Football – he just balls out, and if he's playing this good, nobody is beating the Saints unless it's a lucky your offense goes off like the 49ers did. No one's. It's not going to happen. It's just not. If the Saints play, this offense plays at this level. If they are consistently scoring 35 or more in blowout games or if they're scoring 40 in close games, nobody is beating them. Mark my words. I don't care if it's on the road or at home. If the offense is clicking like this, nobody's beating them. And right now, you're going into week 16 and your offense is like this, hasn't been that way. Last year, the Saints had struggles. 2017, the Saints had struggles. Now the Saints don't have struggles. That is the key, and the Saints are definitely, this offense is just, if it can just hit on all cylinders going into the playoffs, if it's as good as we've seen at its high points over the last two years, and if it's that good now going into the playoffs, they, the Saints will be a comp- really tough out. I don't care what seed they end up in. I, I think that this team has a really good chance of going all the way if the offense plays like this. Now, hopefully it's not just for two games. If they go up next week and do the same thing against a good Titans defense, then I'll be like, they're for real. But we'll have to see uh, when that happens. But overall, Drew Brees played an awesome game in this one. And the, these are the type of moments where you know, you sit and watch the game and you're like, I won't be able to watch him forever. But, I mean, this is you're watching history. And, you know, you could tell, um, you know, whoever, the next generation who didn't see Drew Brees that you watched Drew Brees play and... You know, it's just, and obviously we're a fan of him and a fan of the Saints. So that's obviously just, it's an honor to see him play. So I think that's obviously really, really good. 
Moving over to the skill position players, I mean, can't guard Mike lived up to the Twitter handle, as I think ESPN said about 50 times last night. Michael Thomas, 12 catches, 128 yards, and a touchdown. He's going to probably beat Marvin Harrison's record, as he will only need 11 catches in the last two games. He had 12 catches in this one, so, and barring injury or just a bad game, it seems like he's in reach of that record for sure. Jared Cook, four catches, 54 yards. Taysom Hill, two catches, 42 yards, and a touchdown. Traquan Smith added a touchdown. Kamara had five receptions, 23 yards. And running the football, as we said, Kamara had 4.7 yards of carry. He had 66 yards on 14 carries. And, again, look, I don't think it was his best game, obviously, but I think he's kind of getting back. I mean, I saw some plays, some flashes were really good for him. Dwayne Washington ran the ball well at the end of the game. I mean, he's a really hard runner, so I really like the way he runs, and I hope that he gets some success. He also blocked a punt in this one. We didn't even talk about that. He blocked a punt early in this one, so never punt there. So, really, really, I mean, this was just, it was an all-around really complete game, and that's what you obviously wanted to see. And the skill position, to me, I'll give him an A-. minus. thought they played really well. Maybe you want to see a little more from, like, Ted Ginn and Traquan, who only combined for two catches. But Traquan did add a touchdown, so really nothing bad there. Drew Brees was able to spread the ball around to, I mean, nine receivers. It's kind of what you want to see there. And overall, really good job from Brees, and obviously really good job from the skill position group, as, as they were a compliment to Brees' great play in this one. They did a really good job. No big drops, and overall did a really good job there. Moving over to our O-line. I'm going to give them an A. I thought they did an amazing job. Didn't get Breeze didn't get sacked. And I thought the Saints ran the ball. I know they only got 3.5 yards of carry, which doesn't seem like much. But I feel like whenever they needed to run the ball, they were able to do it. And probably that car- yards per carry went down at the end of the game because the Saints were only getting 1-2 yards once the Colts started to stack the box in that four-minute offense, just trying to get the clock run, run out in this one. So, I mean, maybe the stats don't say all for this, for this, um, this rushing box here. But I think the Saints did do a really good job rushing the ball, and you got to give that to O-Line, who was opening up holes even after the Wofford injury. Hopefully the Wofford injury isn't bad, but even if it is, I do think the Saints have the depth to get through it. And I think, look, the the only team that really has that great up-the-middle pressure is really the 49ers. Now, also, I'm not, look, I'm not going to say anything bad to the Seahawks or the Packers, but that's just what I believe here. And I think that's the only team really got to worry about. And right now, if the 49ers make the wild card, you won't have to see them. And as much as you don't want to go to Seattle, and hopefully the Saints won't have to, if Seattle's come to the Dome, I think the Saints have a clear edge. I think the Saints do pretty, match up pretty well against Seattle, so I would like to see that. But the 49ers is a little tougher matchup for the Saints, so I mean, I, I would like to see the Seahawks win that division and give them an easier path. But again, the Saints O-line in this one played really well, and to me, you got to give them an A. Again, Breeze wasn't sacked. I thought they ran the ball pretty well, so really good job from this O-line. Again, they've just they've been playing at a good level level of late, excuse me there, as well. Moving over to the defense. D line, I'm gonna give a B plus. I thought they did a really good job in the run. A plus there. And look, they got pressure when they needed to on third down, but it wasn't consistent enough. That's why I'm gonna give them this B plus. Look, they did a good enough job, but they weren't playing the best offense here. Jacoby Brissett did not have a good game, and you gotta put a lot of some bad throws on him that maybe better quarterbacks complete here. So again, you're going to see better quarterbacks in the playoffs, and that's got to be better. But overall, I think they played a good game. It was solid. It wasn't their best game. It wasn't their worst game by any means. So it was a good bounce-back game, and you just got to keep throwing off that. Cam Jordan hasn't got a sack for two games. you got to get him going again. And I think Trey Hendrickson, uh, Carl Granderson, and those guys, and Demario Davis on the blitzing, and all that stuff, they're going to have to get pressure to help get that load off Cameron Jordan. And you would like to see a little more from them. 
Linebackers, I'm going to give them an A. I thought they played a really good job. Demario Davis looks outstanding to me. He was in standout defensive player for the Saints. He was all over the place in the blitz, as defending Jack Doyle on third downs. He was locked down. A.J. Klein looked really good in there. And then, you know, when Craig Robinson's playing on that third role and he's not playing a starring role, he looks pretty good. So, I mean, overall, this is what you want to see from this Saints linebacking group. To me, they had one of their better games today. Demario Davis had one of his better games as an overall really good job. I thought he outplayed Darius Leonard on the other side, so... Really good job from Davis and that crew. Moving over to the secondary, I'm going to give him an A-, minus. as I thought Lattimore played lockdown. Really good job by Lattimore. Eli Apple still looks like he's having some trouble. I think he just needs a play to go his way, like he needs a forced fumble, or he needs a interception, or something like that, just to help him get that morale back up, because he's a streaky player, and right now he's kind of in that bad streak. So we got two games to fix that, and obviously they bring in Janorius Jenkins to try to fix that as well, to try to maybe, you know give him some sense of urgency, so we'll see what happens, but I mean, to me, really good job from the secondary. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, I thought, did a really superb job in the absence of Von Bell. Hopefully, Bell's back next week, but again, I mean, Gardner-Johnson did a good job, so you got to give him a ton of credit. Marcus Williams was definitely covering the back, and as always, I thought he played a solid game as well. Nothing beat over the top, so overall, really good game from the secondary. I'm going to give them as a minus, as I said. Now, moving over to special team and coaching. I'm going to give this group an A+. I thought special teams was great. I mean, you had the block pump, Harris doing his thing. They were able to, um, Will Lutz was able to hit all his field goals. They were able to, the one punt was good. Really good job from this. Uh, special teams, coaching, Sean Payton got his team ready to play. And you got to give him a ton of credit. His game plan was great. Offense, Dennis Allen, I thought, had some really nice blitzes um, and had a really good game plan as well and try to combat what the Colts do well, which he did. Definitely stopped the run really well, which you got to give on the coaching. The patience was there. The discipline was there. So really good job from this coaching group as well. So I think we are going to wrap up this segment. I thought, again, I thought they did a really good job this game. And looking at this recap, you have a lot of A's. And this was a complete game for the Saints and a really good win. And that's kind of what you want to see. So Sean Payton should be proud. Obviously, got to play better and it wasn't the best team you played. But, you know, and they have a lot of, obviously, still a lot of room to grow, but a really complete game. And this shows the Saints play like this week after week. It's going to be tough to beat them. So now, before we end the show, we are going to cover two topics. One, a little about the future of this podcast. But first, we are going to get into the Saints claiming Janoris Jenkins off waivers. Jenkins, a foreign, former Giant and uh, Rams. He has four interceptions this year with six, uh, 14 pass defense. I'm sorry. He does have six penalties. But um, he's a 65 PPF grade, which isn't bad. Eli Apple's a 64, and he had a really good start to the season. I mean, Jonas Jenkins, you're looking at the, the QBR of um, quarterbacks opposite him. He's top five in the league, which is interesting there. I mean, he's had some really good games, and that's had some poor games. He was a pro bowler back in 2016. So, like, he's had some times where he's elite, and then he's had some times where he wasn't. But, look, he's got 22 career interceptions. He knows how to intercept the ball. He's a ball hawker. And, you know, with the right players around him in the right spots, he's going to be really good. And I think this is a perfect situation for him. And if he comes in here, if he plays a slot, he can succeed there. If he plays on the outside for Eli Apple, can succeed there. To me, really good pickup by the Saints. And overall, I thought that was a really good job by Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis to get the guy that can just shore up this back end, especially when the um, defensive line group is going to be banged up a little bit. So that means the back guys are going to have to hold for a little longer. And guys like Jenkins will help this out and keep this group going and keep all the competitiveness up and keep that edge for this team. And Saints also put in a claim for Terrell Suggs, wasn't able to get him. But it shows that the Saints are still trying to, you know, get better, improve, and just show that they're all in. You know, this is their year and they feel it. So, 
you know, they're going to keep on adding here and just, you know, anybody can help, you know, I mean, what's the worst thing that happens? He's not as good and you cut him. So it is what it is there. So now we are, before we wrap up this podcast for good, we're just going to get to a little future segment on this podcast as what I want to do is, um, you know, maybe every, every week or every once every two weeks, I want to bring on a guest to the podcast. I know I've obviously had guests in the past, but I want to make it a little more frequent, make it like kind of like a segment, hopefully like bring on some um, podcasters from some other teams who the Saints are playing like during the season. And we're scheduling a few for the end of the regular season. And then also in the playoffs, I would like to do that as well. And I think that's just, you know, look, you're going to get both sides. So you're going to get, let's say for the Titans, hopefully we're going to bring on a Titans podcast or we're talking to one. And um, we're almost um, solidified in there, but hopefully we can get him on. And he's going to give the Titans side, so you could really have both sides. You have the Saints, the Titans, and it'd be a more just complete uh, point of view. So I think that is really good there. So I think that is good. And then also just to add like a second voice. I mean, I know, you know, week after week, maybe my voice can get a little boring. So bring on other voices, keep it all spiced up. And I also want to bring other Saints podcasters on there like we've seen in the past. Hopefully we'll be able to get some players, have some trouble, but hopefully... We'll be able to get a few on and just, you know, some scenes, um, kind of personalities, hopefully, as well. And I think overall, like, this is going to be a good segment. I'm, I'm really going to be trying to get guy, uh, people on and podcasters, um, analysts, anybody. So um, I really want to do that and uh, give you guys some really good content. That's all I want to do. I mean, thank you for listening. And I'm going to try to repay it by keep on improving the podcast. I'm almost sure we got a few solidified uh, lined up for the next few weeks so i when that news comes out i will definitely tell you guys on twitter and that stuff but i just want to give you guys that quick set of news but i think with all that said we are now going to wrap up this podcast as always if you haven't followed us on twitter we are at the who this on instagram at who discussion and then you can listen to us on anywhere you get your podcast itunes google play spotify all that fun stuff saints with a great win and look, just keep that momentum going. We'll be back with a Titans preview probably on Thursday or Friday. And I think that is it. So with all that said, I want to say thank you, finish the deal, and who dat?